From Rocketium, this is Spilling the Magic Beans. The best brands on the planet know their audiences inside and out. It's their primary advantage when making sure what they do and say really resonates with their audiences. But getting to the point where you truly understand who your audience is, is really, really, really tough. Which is why so few seem to have mastered this. But one company that seems to have this down to the T is The Man Company. And in this episode, we break down exactly how they cracked the code of customer persona building. And to do this, we spoke to Rumi Ambasta. She's the director of brand marketing at The Man Company. But before we get into all of the details about how they build their brand messaging and build their customer personas, we started by speaking about how and why The Man Company was founded. So in 2012, Hitesh and Bisham, who are the two founders, they started seeing how men's grooming is uh, getting so much tailwind internationally. So they started talking about products and what the brand should be. In 2015, uh, officially in September, they launched the man company. One thing that was extremely clear from day one is that we'll always be a brand which is for head to toe. We won't shackle ourselves into one single category so that the chances are unlimited of the kind of categories or merchandise that you can get into. Hence the name, The Man Company. And it's very easily understood when you hear that name that it must be something to do with men. The brand promise has always been no chemicals, head to toe, natural essential oils infused quality products. Are my products slightly premium? Yes. But the reason why you're paying for it is because hair or skin once gone, (laughs) there is no way to get it back. So it's better to be mindful and invest in the product that promises you that it will be good to you. So these are cruelty-free products. They do not have sulfate and paraben. And now we'll be celebrating a seventh-year anniversary in September. We have more than 100 SKUs. We are no more just a D2C brand who's only present on e-com. We have become an omni-channel business now. So we have presence all over marketplace. We have more than 2,000 offline touch points. We have now got our own exclusive brand outlets, which, which would be more than 35, 38 pan India. So the first thing that the founders and I, we talked about is that who are the other brands in the same space? Because it's important to understand who's around you, what is their positioning, who are they targeting to, what is their tonality, before you decide what are you going to be. So this is a very interesting exercise that we used to do back in college, that if you have to define this brand as a person, how would you do that? How, is this, how does this person look like? Does he have long hair, short hair? What is his skin color? How tall is he or short is he or fat is he? What's his profession? Uh, what are his fears? What are his strengths? What does he like to do in his free time? You have to completely imagine this brand as a person. And that's when you can decide who you want to be. There was one thing that just very inherently by the packaging that was very clear in my head that it's a refined brand. So when I was talking to both the gentlemen, when I came on board, I'm like, why did you choose such beautiful colors, which is so minimalistic, which is so high on premiumness, which is extremely lifestyle in the way that it looks. He said, because I want to create a very clean, very high on aspirational level sort of a brand. We're trying to build a gentleman's brand. But gentleman, not the one that pops up on Google when you type it. You will find an extremely suited, booted, toned, perfect, 
not even a single strand of hair out of place kind of image. But that's so far from reality. What we're trying to build here is a modern day brand for the modern day gentleman. This sentence will drive us to whatever we do. Giving it a creative spin, we came across a beautiful line. It says that being a male is a matter of birth. Being a man is a matter of age. But being a gentleman is a matter of choice. What we want is to celebrate people who are making a choice of being a gentleman. So he's somebody who's between the age group of 26 to 35. He's somebody who has a very simple upbringing, very middle class. So there was always a thirst of learning and making a name by yourself. But you knew that you didn't have the kind of connections or, hey, I'm going to just join my dad's business and so be it. So smart work was never a choice for this guy. It was always about doing hard work. He is somebody who wants to do a sincere job every day, read good stuff, because there's always this hunger, right, from childhood to make himself a more wholesome person. But there is a certain level of empathy and certain level of sophistication about this guy always because he's so real, because his upbringing has been so real. So he's always been a very honest guy, somebody who you can depend on. But he knows along the way what his follies are because his parents or his friends or everybody are so real around him. They made sure that they are open about this. So he knows what his vulnerabilities are, what his sensitivities are, what his flaws are. He knows that he's mindful of it. And he wants to keep working on it on a daily basis. But he, somebody who wants to be remembered, you know, for his kindness. You've painted a beautiful picture. And, and what I was thinking was, you've really visualized the whole life of what this person would be. And down to the specifics of how he treats other people, how he interacts with his family, his ambitions, all this kind of stuff. So much further than what we usually hear in the marketing world of 26 to 30. It seems like... You've gone a step beyond and your team has gone step, a step beyond to really see this person as a friend that you speak to. Why is that so important to do from, from your end? And how exactly did you do it? Is it just closing your eyes and visualizing what this person looks like? You have to do a lot of research first. So I did speak to a lot of customers back then. We did a research with this agency where we did calls, we did quant. We actually spoke to so many men from the age group of starting 18 till about early 30s. So that means you are speaking to boys who are just about finishing college, unmarried. You're also speaking to ones who are just entered the professional world but unmarried. Somebody who is already in a mid-management married, somebody who's already high in the corporate ladder, married with kid. So you're covering all of that and you're trying to understand from them because there are people who know TMC, there are people who know your competition. So I made sure that the person who was talking to them, they had no idea that I was actually watching them because that's when you actually get honest answers. For example, I remember this one thing, the guy asked that, hey, what if you see TMC at your local Panki Dugan? Will that be okay with you? And I had a picture of if I ever wanted an endorser of the brand, who would that be? From that research, they actually chose Ayushman Khurana. He is unafraid. He is so self-aware. He believes in his masculinity. So that's why I think it makes him a, such a powerful weapon because it's so liberating to see somebody talk about these things and make it mainstream. It's beautiful to watch. That's awesome. And I agree. I've watched some of your campaigns with him. He, he does a fantastic job of 
really getting through what you're trying to say with the gentleman, the whole ethos around that. How does this messaging that you've come up with, this all of this work and all of this thinking and all of this brainstorming that has gone into creating the personas, tying that to a specific way of speaking to your audience, how does that then leave the PPT, just like you said, and move into the actual campaign execution? Let's talk about the first 2019 International Men's Day campaign, Gentlemen Kise Kehte Hain with Ayushman. We knew what we wanted to say and to who and how. That film that you actually see is a manifesto told in a poetry format. So everything that Ayushman is so beautifully narrating or Gaurav Sulanki has written you know, so much with heart is actually our manifesto. And you should know, is this TMC or not? Could this have been said by anybody else in your competition? Would it have made sense? The content that you see going out of TMC, it's so inherent to who we are that when we say it, because it's said with a lot of authenticity. And this is something that on a daily basis, you have to keep hammering to anybody who walks into your office, to any interaction that you have. And if all of us are not talking the same language, there will be dissonance and it will be shown. And somebody out there will say, hey, when I go to your store, I don't get the same feeling when I interact with you on your social media. And that is something that you should be scared of. So that means at the top level, everybody should be aligned. All your vertical heads should be aligned because once they are, they will make sure that it percolates down to the last person. So the more you keep hammering this over and over and over, what is your brand all about? Where should we be seen? Where should we be not seen? Or how should your sales guy actually talk? He should not be shoving products in people's faces. He should be asking them, what can I do for you? So all this training, it really helps because things are then controlled. You know what's going out. I am saying you're already a gentleman. Now, even that little differentiation makes a whole lot of difference when you are writing content, right? When you are coming up with a new commercial, it has to be clear to that grainy level. Does it get messy? Yes. That's why the more conversations that you have, the more examples that you give, things just becomes a little bit more clear than what do you really mean that will this man do this or will this man do this? Or is that too much? Is there a middle to this one? And those are the kind of conversations that helps us keep on track. You spoke about the International Men's Day campaign, and I think it would be helpful for the listener if you could paint a picture exactly what that campaign was. We are brand people, but we are not copywriters. So we took a PPT to Ayushman and he heard it. I think in a matter of minutes, he said, this is wonderful. I would love to do this. You should totally go and speak to Gaurav Solanki, who is a lyricist who's also a writer of Article 15. He is absolutely brilliant and so rooted. So we sat with him over coffee in Bombay. We were just chatting, you know, of what is happening with India, with males. Why so much of male toxicity is around us? And there are so many men out there who are fed up of this. Why aren't we talking about them? I know so many beautiful men around me who are so progressive in their own right. I know men who are stay-at-home dads. I know men who are homemakers. I know men who are absolutely have zero problem if their wife earns more than them. They're all amazing people. But when you talk to them, you know what they would say? They would say, isn't that normal? Why am I being called progressive? Isn't that a normal thing to do? So... 
these are the kind of conversations that uh, Gaurav, me and the founders, we had over coffee. And he was supremely excited. And he said, yes, let's do this. This film was three minutes and 57 seconds long, which is absolutely unheard of <laughs> for, a, for a brand who is launching their first campaign to do. Because the only branding that it had was on the brick wall behind a metallic inlet logo. And it said the man company, so stand-up poetry, sort of a staging it had. So Aishman is sitting in the center with a long chair, and then he gives this monologue. We had touched upon so many different aspects of men that it doesn't matter whether you like to wear pink or whether you like Pink Floyd. It doesn't matter whether you do not like gadgets. It doesn't matter whether you don't know how to drive. What matters is if there is a gentleman in you, inside you, all these things are just frills men need to relieve some pressure on themselves and open up a little bit more and realize that they're also human they are not supermen and it's okay it's okay to ask for help it's okay to be yourself it's all right and even from women perspective any woman who watches that will get it that you know what maybe we also need to get a little bit more self-aware a little bit more progressive about this and stop saying that we want tall dark and handsome guys that does put a lot of pressure on men and that deal reaches to some such high levels of stress, anxiety, mental health, because they see so much skewed content around them that they start to feel that, oh my God, I need to really live up to this. This is my benchmark. And if you're not, then you feel that you are bloody useless. And it's, it's a mistake of all of us. So we at TMC are just trying to do our part to help them understand that it's okay through a powerful voice of somebody like Ayushman, who's so well-respected. And I think it really touched upon a lot of people, the kind of comments that we received that, you know what, I used to feel that uh, just because I like pink or maybe I'm slightly in my attitude uh, towards like the other gender, I thought there is something wrong with me. But after listening to this, I gave myself a pat on my back and said, you know what, you're just fine as you are. You're okay. And that is so amazing whenever we read these things and even if you manage to save one person, I think it's job well done. Yeah, that that's that's super super powerful, Ruby. Uh, thank you so much for that. And I think um, the only last question that I want to ask is: once you have got these campaigns out there and you're consistently looking to refine and improve upon your existing messaging, how are you using data from campaigns like this very one that we spoke about to improve? your messaging and hone on hone in on it a little bit more so these kind of campaigns because you're going to be running for years together you cannot get complacent in terms of insight an insight that was in true sense an insight four years ago may not be true anymore because the society finally realized and evolved and moved on to the next important thing in this day and age coming and saying that men needs to start giving more representation to women in the workplace because it's been zero till now will be an absolutely wrong thing to say. Why? That would have been absolutely true maybe like 10 years or 15 years ago. But today is that true? No. So what we need to do is give more representation. It's about talking to a lot of men, seeing the comments that you're receiving, not just on your campaign, but generally what people are talking about, about the issues of men, which are very less spoken about. And then you go from there. So the first campaign, if it was gentlemen, kise the second one was gentlemen, tumi to So the difference here was that we were first asking, 
who is a gentleman and then after a while we realize that the conversation has now reached to a certain place where people have come to understand who is a gentleman so maybe i need to celebrate that and say that yes you are a gentleman rather than asking you ki gentleman kaun hai so that was the leap that we took which came from a lot of content that we read for like a year and realized this is where the world is moving to and then we need to start talking about self love because self love is something that is still unspoken about men indulging in self love is still not treated as something normal or something acceptable or something that only the other gender should have the privilege of so we wanted to touch upon that because there was a lot of articles that we were reading around that time about self love and uh, then we took all these pieces together and came up with our next campaign which was last year gentlemen tumi to hoya where we used real people accepting it and celebrating the gentleman that is in them we took an entirely 180 degree opposite perspective of actually showing the people who are earlier on the other side consuming the content but on this side now are the voice of the content and you have to keep doing this otherwise you will keep harping on the same tune like mental health mental health is something that 10 years ago people will not talk about but today thankfully for so many celebrities coming and actually being vocal about it is something that at least we have started talking about have we reached a certain concluding point no but that's okay at least we are talking about it now that's the progress that society has taken so you need to progress with that you need to roll with that i think that's very important We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Spilling the Magic Beans. Week after week we take you through case studies of the most successful marketing campaigns on the planet and give you tangible frameworks as well as anecdotal experiences that act as valuable lessons. If you enjoyed this episode and want more exclusive behind the scenes looks into the top marketing teams in the world, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform.